Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to Branching Out, an upbeat, friend-building, Christian-uniting ministry. We discuss topics concerning our faith, review Christian news, do a devotional, and offer prayers and praise that you share with us. Never be alone. Join us. You can reach us at our website, branchliving.com, through Facebook at Branch Living, and there we have an international community, and it would be a privilege to have you join us. There on Facebook, you can comment, post photos, prayer requests, praise reports. So join us on Facebook at Branch Living. You can also email your prayer requests and praise reports to me at lisa at branchliving.com. We podcast twice each, twice each week, and the heart of our podcast is our Branch Living message. We chat about issues in our lives, and then we move to Christian news, views, events, interesting happenings. We have a brief devotion written by one of, our, one of the Christian greats, and right now we're reading Spurgeon. And we end with your comments, your prayers, and your praise. So join us and spread the word. We would love to hear from you. And now please join in prayer with me. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, and we thank you for this time we have together. Uh, For those of us in North America, we thank you for the beautiful spring weather that we have, and we ask you to bring rain to those who are experiencing drought, and we ask you to bring peace during this time of transition out of this pandemic, and we lift up our brothers and sisters in India, and we ask for relief from from the pandemic for them as well. We thank you for this time for this fellowship. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, for our Branch Living message, I wanted to talk about a book that was published uh, last month. It was released, and it's by Ryan Burge, and it's entitled The Nuns, N-O-N-E-S, Where They Came From, Who They Are, and Where They Are Going. So Burge bases his book on the results of the General Social Survey. In 1972, just 5% of Americans claimed no religion. So that's 5% in 1972. In 2018, that number rose to 23.7%. And that huge number makes the nuns, again, N-O-N-E-S, as numerous as both the evangelical Protestants and the Roman Catholics. If the trend continues, the nuns will be the largest religious group in the next decade. Burge, who's a political science professor and an American Baptist pastor, analyzes the trends and provides interesting insights. In the past, authors have attributed the rise of the nuns in America um, to Americans becoming more socially isolated and distrusting institutions. While these may be contributing factors, they are not the main culprits. Nor is the increase in unmarried adults, that only explains about 3% of Americans' religious disaffiliation. According to Ann Michael from the Lewis Center in her review of Burgess's book, Understanding the Nuns, that's the name of her article, Burge defines one of the main contributors to the growth in the nuns, and again, that's from 5% to 23.7%, is the exodus of liberals from the church. Burge reports that in 1978, half of all white weekly churchgoers identified as Democrats. 
Today, just one quarter do. In 2018, almost 46.6% of liberals and 30.5% of those who lean liberal were disaffiliated, compared to only 9.8% of conservatives and 13% of those who lean conservative. Burgess says that liberals have always been more likely to be unaffiliated, but this disparity has never been so large. Burge also notes that the nuns have become more diverse. Those with higher levels of education are only slightly more likely to have no religious affiliation than the less educated Americans. Men continue to leave religion at higher rates than women, but that gap is narrowing. In 1980, only 5% of black Americans were nuns, N-O-N-E-S. By 2018, that percentage swelled to 20.8%. Burge also hypothesizes that it is possible, and probably even likely, that many millions of people were just not being honest with survey administrators decades ago, and now we are seeing a more accurate picture of American religion. In other words, nuns may have felt more comfortable stating that they have no religious affiliation today than they would have been in previous surveys. A stigma of being none is no longer in play. So is there any hope for, is there any hope in the survey results? Well, there are two reasons contained within the survey results to have hope. The first is that the fastest growing group of nuns is those who describe their religious affiliation as, quote, nothing in particular. This group appears to be more receptive to faith than atheists or agnostics. The second is that even though 25% of Americans do not profess a religious faith, almost all still express some type of belief in God. And so the hope expressed by Michael in her review of this book is that we can pray for the nuns, we might have a chance to bring the nuns to Christ because it isn't that they are agnostic or atheist, this growing number, it is that they simply believe in quote, nothing in particular, but yet many still express a belief in some type of God. And so based on that, we have to have hope that as Christians, we can bring them on board to a belief in Christ, which again, we've talked about this before in past podcasts, and that is, um, you know, the, the fields are ripe and they are ready for harvest, but we need a lot more people in the field harvesting the individuals who need to come to God. So amen. We, we uh, have a problem. It's been defined. And it's up to each of us to find some way to work on that problem. In terms of Christian news, um, and I'm taking this now out of the AmericanBible.org. It's actually a magazine um, that I get. And very encouraging news and very good news. One million Bibles for Latin America. This comes out of the most recent edition of this publication, which is Spring 2021. Over one million people in Latin America who didn't have access to God's Word are now reading the Bible and being shepherded forward in a relationship with Jesus, 
all thanks to the God-given vision and generosity of some very special American Bible Society partners. The, quote, One Million Bible Project, which ran from 2018 to 2020, provided more than one million people with their very own copy of the New Testament, as well as a personal spiritual mentor to help them read and understand God's Word. Thank you to the faithful partners who made this Great Commission vision a reality. So in terms of this, what they're calling the Bible miracle in Latin America, they distributed during that two-year period of time, again 2018 to 2020, 1,150,000 New Testaments, and the number of people that were discipled were 928,000, and they had 11 different countries participate in this effort to bring Bibles to Latin America. And it's very interesting to hear those 11 countries. They are Nicaragua, Argentina, Bolivia, Uruguay, Paraguay, Ecuador, Peru, Guatemala, Venezuela, Cuba, Chile. I'm sorry, those are the 11 countries participating not in giving the Bibles, but in receiving the Bibles. Those are all Latin American countries. And uh, praise God for that effort. This is what we're talking about. Um, We have to have similar efforts of not only providing the Bible, but having a personal spiritual mentor to help Americans as well read and understand God's word because certainly we are as in need of that kind of shepherding and uh, immersion into the Bible as Latin America. We have our own mission field right here before us and we all need to figure out how we are going to play a part. So I'm going to turn now to Spurgeon um, and I thought this was a really wonderful devotion kind of to spur us forward. And this is from Thessalonians. It is uh, 1 Thessalonians, verse 6. And we begin. There are many ways of promoting Christian wakefulness. Among the rest, let me strongly advise Christians to converse together concerning the ways of the Lord. He names these two as as if they are people. Christian and hopeful, as they journey toward the celestial city, said to themselves, To prevent drowsiness in this place, let us fall into good discourse. Christian inquired, Brother, where shall we begin? And Hopeful answered, Where God began with us. And then Christian sang this song. When the saints do sleepy grow, let them come hither. And hear how these two pilgrims talk together. Yea, let them learn of them in any wise, thus to keep ope their very drowsy slumbering eyes. Saints' fellowship, if it be managed well, keeps them awake, and that in spite of hell. So these two are talking about how when we talk to each other and we encourage each other along, we don't get lulled by this world. We stay focused on what we're here to do, and that is, of course, to bring people to Christ. So Spurgeon goes on, Christians who isolate themselves and walk alone are very liable to grow drowsy. Hold Christian company and you will be kept wakeful by it and refreshed and encouraged to make quicker progress in the road to heaven. But as you take sweet counsel with others in the ways of God, 
take care that the theme of your converse is the Lord Jesus. So he's saying make sure that we talk about Jesus. Let the eye of faith be constantly looking unto him. Let your heart be full of him. Let your lips speak of his worth. Friend, live near to the cross and you will not sleep. Labor to impress yourself with a deep sense of the value of the place where you are going. If you remember that you are going to heaven, you will not sleep on the road. If you think that hell is behind you and the devil is pursuing you, you will not loiter. Would the manslayer sleep with the avenger of blood behind him and the city of refuge before him? Christian, will you sleep when the pearly gates are open and the songs of angels are waiting for you to join them? A crown of gold ready for your brow? Oh no, in holy fellowship, continue to watch and to pray that you do not enter that temptation. So great message from Spurgeon that we need to be awake, we need to be alert, we need to be on task, and we need to continue to move toward the prize of heaven and being able to live with God. And that the work that we need to do on the way is this walk of encouraging each other and staying together and talking about Jesus, much like we're doing on this podcast um, and in the blogs, and really just keep marching forward, praying for each other and being there for each other, but also bringing others along with us on this walk, along with us as we journey. So in our Bible study last week, we read a very short devotion that I wanted to share with you um, today, very short, but I just thought it was beautiful. It was written by Mother Teresa, and it was from her writings, Come Be My Light, The Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta. And we all know Mother Teresa. So the title of this, and, and I have to say this came from The Plow. That's a email that I get every day. It's a kind of a publication. Um, they, they publish both in print form, I believe, and also on the web. So this is from The Plow, and it's a writing by Mother Teresa called Receive Fully. God cannot fill what is full. He can only fill emptiness, deep poverty, and your yes to Jesus is the beginning of becoming or being empty. It is not how much we really have to give, but how empty we are so that we can receive fully our life and let him live his life in us. In you today, he wants to relive his complete submission to his father. Allow him to do so. Take away your eyes from yourself and rejoice that you have nothing. And I should say you have nothing but him, of course. But we are so blessed. Um, and the more we empty ourselves to Jesus and the more we let him fill our lives, uh, the richer our lives are. And again, the more the world sees him in us and the more that they are attracted to him. So praise God for that. Uh, so I want to invite you to uh, go to our website, which is branchliving.com. We have all of the uh, blogs there and we have the latest podcast there. The podcasts are always on your favorite server, such as Spotify or Anchor 
Um, and so just if you subscribe to this Branching Out Ministry podcast, they will automatically drop into your uh, box where you access your podcasts every day. They'll go into your library. And so do go to our website. Do go to our Facebook site. You just have to like us there and uh, you can begin to post. You can also always email me your prayer requests and your praise reports and uh, let us know if we can do anything to help you as well, particularly those things that we can pray for you about. Uh, Today, I want to lift up the nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, as we go into our prayer time together. And uh, remember that we need to constantly use our lives as a light for them, Um, but we also have to talk to them about Jesus when that door opens for us and we have to live in a way that they will be attracted to Jesus. And we just have to do what we can to support the people who are able to be really very forward in this effort, like the American Bible Society and others that are giving people Bibles, but also giving them that spiritual accompaniment, that mentor to help them understand the Bible. Because as we know, it's one thing to read the Bible, it's another thing to really bring the Bible into our hearts and lives and to try to live the life that is encouraged through the Bible. So um, lots of work for us to do, lots of ways we can do it. We can do it through our time, we can do it through our money, but the nuns, particularly in America, for those of us who are Americans, but the nuns everywhere need our help, need our prayers, need our attention, need our resources. So will you join me in going before the Father in prayer? Heavenly Father, we lift before you today the people in our lives who do not believe in Jesus. We lift them up to you and we ask you, Lord, as we go about our week this week, to inspire us to know what we can do to be able to bring them to you, not in an offensive way, not in a pushy way, but Lord, we ask you, in fact, we beg you to open those doors for us to be able to let your light shine through and to make sure that they understand the origins of their life and their life to come, and that all rests within you. Father, we ask you for those opportunities. We ask you for those resources to share. We ask you to give us the ministry so that we can be part of those who go out into that harvest. We pray this in your precious name. Amen. So it has been great being with you today, um, as always. And if you need prayer and praise, just contact me. Our Bible study has moved online to the podcast until we get to fall. And we're going to reevaluate fall if we're going to go back on Zoom or if we're just going to continue to podcast and meet in person. So um, continue to lift up this ministry in prayer. We greatly appreciate and covet your prayers as well. And until we get together again next week, stay close to God, stay in touch, and I will chat with you again very soon.